I remember when I went to Brooklyn and saw AJ drinking water out of the tap, and he was like, it's safe. Oh, okay. I drink it out of the tap Okay, sometimes. you see how he's been King acting lately? Water. You see how he's been acting lately? Yeah, that's true. It that's might what happens him. when your brain starts to go. Drinking Brooklyn water. Tap water. It is impossible to anticipate where the two monsters, which suddenly appeared in the atomic area, will attack next. If your power goes out, remain calm. One, we go. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 30 of the First Sip Podcast. Episode 30. It's a big deal. That's awesome. We turned the corner. We have turned the corner. Excuse me, people. We grind it out. If I sound like I'm really indulging in something. Kembe's eating an apple cider donut. Have you guys been in Dunkin' Donuts recently? <laughs> Kembe's already committed to the fall. Mm. Mm-hmm. Apple cider donut. I really am just one of them. You really are. That's fine. I really, I love everything <clears throat> fall. I'm not going to front. I had one, too. They're delicious. Mm-hmm. They're absolutely fantastic. You're about fantastic. to turn it down. No, I was not. Um, here we are. Here we are. Before we get started, folks, we do want to express our condolences and say that our hearts do go out to the Americans that were lost, the Marines that were lost over in Afghanistan, and we give our support and our hearts do go out to the families that still have loved ones out there. That is always going to be said. Nothing more to be said. Again, our condolences. Um, it's being talked about enough in the news. Today's episode, Dikembe's back. He's back from Guyana. I'm back. He's back. He's going to tell us about it. Coming to America Part 3. <laughs> yeah. Kembe's back. We're going to touch on the Jake Paul Tyron Woodley fight going down tomorrow night. Obviously, it's always great when there's a Paul brother fighting. That. And we're going to touch on a little bit. Tesla just dropped news that they're going to try to make robots. They're not, they not trying. They Elon Musk doing, wants to make robots. They are doing. And we're going to chop it up. Done. It's too late for us. Mm-hmm. It's too robot. late. Y'all better learn some computers. <laughs> Teach your kids engineering. So, with that being said, Deke. Welcome back, man. How was it? It was fulfilling. Mm. I've been trying to find the right word to describe how the trip was, you know, the whole experience. And I think that's the best way to describe it because, yeah, it had its fun moments. You know what I mean? It was good to see family. But at the end of the day, it was just those moments you're sitting around and just looking around the room at your family or just taking in the simplicity of just being there. You realize how much you take those things for granted, you know, in your normal life. And it's probably another reason, you know, why I talk to you guys so much on a daily basis, right? How much we stay in contact because that is almost, that's my family here, right? And when I think about it, it's like, you don't have that much, you don't have those types of connections with people on that family level here in Pennsylvania. So being able to go back and see that there, you know, seeing everyone that you haven't seen. And I think the last time we were there was 15 years. It was, once again, a crazy, fulfilling experience. And you just sat there and was like, wow, how can we make this happen more often? So you aren't being stuck in, you know, jobs or positions that force you to make a decision because you only have two weeks of vacation per year. So is it okay? You might have friends who are getting married here, but do you skip a vacation because you want to go see your family back in South America? You know, and that's, I think it's funny because I try to bring a full circle here and think, we talk so much about business and, you know, being able to tap into what making more income, making more money can do when it comes to time and freedom. Those are the things I think about. The fact that we were able to go, you know, take a trip, you know, in the middle of August, I wouldn't have been able to do that if I was still on my job because of all the other things that we have going on this year. And I'm so happy to be in a position now because five years ago, you know, it was a constant headache for me to try to get time off to do anything. I remember for your wedding, mm-hmm. I was sitting there like, man, how am I even... 
this is my best friend. I'm sitting here trying to figure out how to get time off to go and that's great to go to his wedding in perspective. You know what I mean? And those are the things that were like, it would rack my brain for years and years for the past couple of years. Just saying like, this is not the lifestyle I want. 20 years down the road, people are still living this lifestyle. How do you, how do you get out of it? Well, that's what we're working towards, you know? And yeah. And being there last week, it was just, I think like one of the first moments I was, it really hit me where I was like, this is, this is it. You know what I mean? Like, this is why, this is why people should want to work hard because when you really can just pick up and like, be like, okay, I'm out. Mm-hmm. You can do it. You know what I mean? But if you, and it's easier said than done, you know what I mean? But it's like, it, it does take work. Like I said, like this didn't just happen over like, oh, I walked on my job and you know, mm-hmm. this is the life I'm going to live now. Like, no, you've, we've been talking about this for years, setting up life in a certain way so that at a certain age, you know, you can start enjoying certain benefits of life. Are there direct flights? Mm-hmm. Yep. Did, did you fly direct or you had to lay over no, in Atlanta, no. right? We had to lay over in uh, Miami. Oh. Yeah. And how, how was, what was the, I know the flight so to Miami that was, was like, like a, it was like 45 minute like layover there. Yeah. And then you went from, how long mm-hmm. is the flight from Miami to Guyana? It's from there to Guyana was like another, like, let's say three hours, three oh, and a half okay. hours. So then as soon as we hit the ground, see all the cousins, right? Mm-hmm. Haven't seen them literally. You had a, like a welcome party? Yeah, but it up? was like, it was literally like we were there yesterday. Where'd you fly into? Um, the, into Georgetown. Okay. Yeah. So Chetty Jagan, uh, airport, but when we get there, cousins were ready. Mm-hmm. They always plugged, had the first sip ready for us, cracked open a bottle. No way. Jack honey. That's yep. so funny. They were like, y'all got to take the first sip. <laughs> no like, way. Yep. I was like, so yeah, that was dope. And then from there we went to my cousin's house. Um, the one that I told you is in the neighborhood that is nicer than most neighborhoods I've seen here in America. Excellent. It's crazy. Um, and then we went to the boat, the big ferry, the one that didn't look too uh, too safe or stable. Mm-hmm. But they're making improvements little by little. The picture you showed me, the yeah, big yeah, boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not the old one. Oh, that one's one. more like an antique. It looked like an antique. That's like intrepid. Uh, you know the boat in in New York, mm-hmm. the big warship, the one that don't really go out anymore. Mm-hmm. That's what it's meant for. Sit there. But I think people still use it. Yeah. So we're gonna have to work. I on I mean, that. the one you guys were on. You, could have some ramifications done. Yeah, yeah, that one also needs some improvement. But that's where I go back to saying, I'm going to be there more often. And right. you know me. I'm an ideas guy. Mm-hmm. Right? And I had a lot of ideas when I was down there. A lot of opportunities. Right? Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, Start a ferry service. A lot of different services. Mm-hmm. So, People why did you ready. take a ferry? People not ready. Because once we get to the town, once you get to the main city, you land in Guyana, where my, where most of my family was, no, where all my family was born and raised was more on the uh, interior side, right? More in the country. So that's where you, the area you call Esquibo. It's almost like you have your coastal cities here, you know, in America, and then you have the Poconos, the mm-hmm. way up there in the mountains, right? Like, that's where we would consider, like, quote unquote, our countryside. Mm-hmm. So we would go back in, literally, probably same distance, two hour trip for us to go back home. And same thing in Georgetown. You're in Georgetown. It's a two-hour trip for you to get to Esquibo. So why are you taking a ferry? Are you going, like, on the ocean? No, on the river. Oh, Diana's no. land of many waters. Yeah, like, ain't no road. <laughs> you you can't drive there. So, okay. That's, so that's why you were... So your trip to the Poconos is on the river. Yes. Interesting. Imagine, uh, what's it, 476? Is a river. The Blue the River. The river. Nice. Yes. That's... You hop on, let's go. Down the water. A lot of people still live off the water, too. That's another reason why I need them to fix that whole transportation system. What are the vehicle? Yeah, what are what are the vehicles like there? Because I like I know other countries. It's like Italy. They got mm. like tiny little cars. You on the right side? 
Okay. You're driving on the right side. So that's going to be the first thing to mess you up. No. No, 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 no. no. Driving down there is like playing Mario Kart. Mm -hmm. It's like driving in New York City. Really? You just got to be a... You got to be ready. I wasn't ready for it. And do you sit on the right side, the driver also? Yeah. So you're... Well, you're on the right side. But you drive on the left side of the road. Are you guys visualizing this with me? I don't think you're explaining it the right way. No, no, you're on the right side of the car, right? So the steering wheel, right side of the car. Yes. But you're driving on the left side of the road. Oh, like we do. So, because we drive on the left side of the road. No, we don't. We drive on the right side. You see? Look at you not knowing what side of the road we drive on. (sighs) Wow. Wow. Hmm. That was a moment for us. That was. Wow. So you drive on the left side Mm -hmm. in the oncoming lane. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Damn. Don't even get me started with roundabouts. Wow. Yep. But But you take the ferry to the country. To the countryside. Mm-hmm. And, and what t- happened in the countryside? Um, a lot of mosquitoes. I saw you down there. Mm-hmm. Some of the people probably saw you. Mm-hmm. You and your uh, donkey self. Um, yeah, man. It was it was just good being down there. You so, didn't find love? Did not find love. Not yet. Damn. You didn't go to the market long enough. I No. I'm telling you, it was hot outside. It looked hot. I, I don't know how people do that. You were sweating in your videos. I don't... I, Sweat out everything. Yeah. <laughs> All the toxicity that I had in America, gone. Nice. You were cleansed. I, I came back cleansed, purified. My skin is looking great. Can you drink the water from the tap? Mm, probably wouldn't recommend doing that. Interesting. Definitely wouldn't recommend doing that. There's a lot of filtered water options. Mm-hmm. Um, you could also boil some water if you need it that bad. I don't know why you're going to just... I was see, just asking. That's you weird Americans. I'll just be drinking water out the tap thinking it's safe. Well, I, I Who mean, told I you that know. was safe here? I, I was just asking. I Simple remember when question. I went to Brooklyn and saw AJ drinking water out of the tap, and he was like, it's safe. Oh, okay. I drink it out of the tap Okay, sometimes. you see how he's been acting lately? Water. You see how he's been acting lately? Yeah, that's true. It that's what changed happens him. when your brain starts to go. Drinking Brooklyn water. Tap water. Mm-hmm. That's why we don't do it in South America. <clears throat> so when do you think mm-hmm. you're going to go back? January. Oh, it's planned already. Yeah, I told you, man, I got a lot of stuff to do. That's awesome, dude. A lot of opportunities. I ain't going to say too much. I'm happy for you. Maybe I'll come. You guys have to. Listen, a lot of opportunities. You're either on the sideline or you're in the game. Josh G said it. Josh G said it. So what side you want to be on? Mm -hmm. All right. We're not the only American investors going down there. Uh, No. So there's a reason people are going down there. And we could buy rice land. I I already told you. We already got some. So Mm -hmm. people. Keep it at that. When we dip out, we dipping out. Yep. Me and Bert. All right. Gone. First set. LLC. Taking over. Speaking about work. Right, because mm-hmm. we're going to need somebody to start doing these jobs once we leave. Um, robots. Yes. We could probably get two of these Tesla bots to come and replace us. If, if people don't know what the chemist is talking about, Elon Musk came out and said that he wants humanoid-type bots to roam Mars and, do the, and work in the unhabitable environments. Mm-hmm. And they look like people. Mm-hmm. He posted a picture. Exactly. So for people who we're going to post it on now for a sip, but for people who haven't seen this, yeah, just like iRobot, Will they, Smith. They, they are iRobot-esque, but he did say they're only 125 pounds and he thinks most people would be mean? able to overpower them. What? At 125 pounds? Dude, 125 pound piece of metal. That's big. That's what I'm saying. Leverage at that point. Yeah, and you put You can like, move a lot of weight. What? And like it has no You see stress. him trying to downplay it? He was. That's what he does because he, he knows people aren't tapped into the type of thinking he is. So it's definitely iRobot-esque, not Jetsons-esque. Uh no. Mm. And he also said that their eyes are cameras and that the way that they will roam will be through a computer programming called a dojo chip, which is a self-learning tool that he's working on inventing. Self-learning. Bro, he didn't watch I mean, there's a lot of self-learning thing. I mean, Siri's self-learning. 
That's true. Alexa self right? Alexa yeah, but self-learning. there's no world in which Alexa what can happens, snap one day and yeah, keep you locked in. That's what I'm saying. What happens when they just start, or when they put them into something more human-like? Well, that's like what he's working on. The Tesla bot. Mm-hmm. I showed you that video of Spot, right, that uh, Boston Dynamics Labs has been developing for years. That thing's cool. That thing's already out in the field. Yeah, but that's a dog, though. That's like 30 pounds. What do you mean that's a dog, though? That's not going to take us over. You that, don't know that. Yeah, but that little guy's not going to take us over. It only takes one crazy person to be like, all right, I'm going to sick my... Uh, my spot on you? Yeah. Okay. It doesn't have, like, teeth or anything. What though. if you have, like, 30 of them and they just start beating you down? That's true. 30 of them. Yeah, but that's that one guy. I think, you know... No, you're not taking... Me, you're me, not taking two spots. Me, yeah, I could take out two spots. No way. Everyone look up what a spot is. What's it called? Boston. Boston By Boston Dynamics Boston Dynamics, for sure. I could take on two spots. All right, that thing would knock you out cold. No, <laughs> no it's too slow, dude. Put me to sleep. No, <laughs> no way. Six, six feet under. No way. Dirt nap. No way. I'm taking out two spots. Going night-night. For sure. Mm, and the humanoid, 125 pounds? Humanoid. Taking I'm, out the whole squad. Oh, yeah. One? Yes. No you way. You remember the You're one. You're thinking of Sonny Robot, of uh, Sonny and I Robot. So you remember when he started to snap, right? Yeah, got on Sonny the was side. like six feet, flexible. What I, do you think these robots are going to be like? I don't know. Hopefully it's not like Sonny, bro. Where do you think we're going to be in 2061, right? We were on live we're before gonna be this. We're going to be in Sonny's house. We were on live before this episode. And we were asking some of the people, right, what they thought. Mm-hmm. Some people said, we're, that's not happening until 2062. Yep. That's not happening. Maybe Four we're headed for, for a Terminator-style future. Well, I think in the Jets, don't in the Jetsons, like, they, they like, timestamp it? Or there's a show that's futuristic that they timestamp it, and it, we've already passed that point, and we're nowhere near there. That was uh, Back to the Future. Oh, it was it Back to the Future? I Back to the Future, that. yeah. We passed, um, what was that, October something, like 2020 or 2021? Yeah. I'm on American. October, yeah, 2020. And you've never seen Back to the Future? Did you I just say not. that? I did. I thought it was slide under the radar, actually. I'm kind of bummed that you caught it. I haven't. All right, guys. Um, see y'all next week. I'm content back it up. Rec, content wreck of the week. Back it up. Yep. That's yeah. Early content wreck. Yep. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. You call yourself a movie connoisseur. I am a movie connoisseur. You got to watch one through three. Just do it. Just do it this weekend. I will. All right. All right. I don't remember where I was before you said that nonsense. I don't know, bro. You were rambling about but, robots. Oh, because they're taking over. They might, if Elon Musk can have his way. And the funny thing was, in the Twitter thread, everyone was like, "Dude, have you have you seen iRobot? Like, what's good with you?" I think he, I think he feels like he can control it. He does, but it's that's the, what that doctor thought too. It's his ego side, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he's like, okay, that's what I mean. There's always somebody. There's got to be somebody who's willing to push the boundary a little bit to further progression. So you, I think. Do you think they're innovation. gonna? Have, of course, which is Elon. So do you think they're gonna have like a Vicky? which was the, that, like, center controlling thing in iRobot that thought that there was, like, an ultimate... I, I think you would have to have Siri some level of checks and balances. You, you would hope that they would build out some level of checks and balance, just like how we have it already for ourselves. Well, that was Vicky, and she turned on everybody. The big thing in But the then center. there was always a fail-safe, right? And he built in a fail-safe. Yeah, Sonny. Yeah. But but that so was going to lose. what's the fail-safe? Will Smith and his arm, and shh. No, but we... No, Sonny, I mean... And the alloy... He, Sonny had less alloy was the failsafe the machine didn't have failsafe because she evolved remember she tried to lock everybody down Shia LaBeouf was fighting in the street I really liked that movie but there was always a way out because of Will just Smith. like in Terminator yeah. and John Connor yes there's always a way out so as we innovate we all we also got to innovate on the side of protection yeah we got to put like to make sure there's like a guaranteed off button on the back of their head or something yeah and I mean like on the more like serious side of things it's like well not on the serious side but like you think of all these 
hearings and everything that they're holding with the CEOs and head of big tech, right? And I think sometimes it's like, why are we trying to shut down this level of innovation and growth that these tech companies are, are going with, right? Of course, you can argue amongst yourselves about censorship and blah, 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 blah. Right. But at the same point, there's other countries, other world powers who are developing tech at a rate that I don't even think we understand yet. So instead of partnering with these companies, we're trying to hold them back and saying like, no, don't do this, don't do that. Instead of saying, okay, let's put proper regulations in place, proper protections for the people. But at the same time, I think we should be funding these things like crazy. We probably are. I think that's a, I think that's a very bold statement. I think I don't, mm-hmm. I, I'm sure that there's other nations from, that from are From a perception standpoint? From for, for what you see. But I, I mean, I'm always USA first, whatever, like USA, USA. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that if there's companies doing something else, right? Mm-hmm. Like maybe they ha- are, they have a decent step or they're propelling themselves in a certain field. Mm-hmm. We're either going to one, get wind of it and catch mm-hmm. or two, we're doing the same thing. I think when you, in certain sectors, maybe yes. But once again, like on a, I think when you look at just on a telecommunication level, like you think we can drive two, two hours Northeast, mm-hmm. we have issue getting cell phone service. That's true. That's in Sometimes. my mind, that's ridiculous. That's true. It's 2021. It's yeah, America. You don't, you, and don't you, think think in, you don't think in like China or in Russia, there's areas where there's poor cell phone service. China has been pouring billions and billions and billions of dollars into sure. developing their infrastructure. The same thing we've been debating, the same bill we've been trying to pass since Trump, Obama and all these people, right? Like once again, we bring up the infrastructure bill again, because we already said this, that was something that we thought like in the Trump era that everybody could agree on. Yo, the country needs development. We need to pour right. money into it because it's going to create jobs. It's going to create innovation. It's going to push the country forward mm-hmm. because we need to go forward. Mm-hmm. We have structural issues that are blatant yeah, across the country. Sure. Once again, it's, it's going to I don't care how, how it sounds, but there are parts of Philly that you drive around right now that look just like parts of Guyana in the countryside. I mean, I'm sure. Yeah. And it's like, this is one of the largest cities in America. Mm-hmm. And we, once again, we put this on a pedestal saying like, oh, it's greater, blah, 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 blah. Two miles down the road, it looks like we're in a third world country. Yeah, but but that's also, that's it though. It's two miles down the road. And then you walk another mile and it's not anymore and it's America. I get what you're saying. There's but, certain areas that are lacking attention and look third world-esque. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's still America. And those people in those third world countries would give anything to be here. But then I go back to my point though. Do you think we're hindering our potential by arguing the nonsense parts. I mean, or I not think, the nonsense I parts, but the parts that are like micro, inchi- micro issues, right? Yeah, I think typically arguing hinders potential anywhere. And that's where I talk about the, the politics, specifically the politics side, because yeah, you're, there's funding all around for where you can tap into it. Sure. But you talk about what's happening when you have the perception of people saying, look, okay, big, big tech companies are ruining X, Y, and Z instead of showing people, okay, how are big tech companies also helping X, Y, and Z? Sure, and they are. But you also, I think that the conversation being had highlights both mm-hmm. things. For example, Facebook can unite families. Facebook mm-hmm. can redirect, like reconnect friendships that were gone forever. Facebook can shed amazing moves. Instagram can share beautiful stories that'll motivate others, and what and, and enlighten people and further innovation. One hundred percent. But it can also do what? But there's also cons. Mm-hmm. There's also bullying that goes on. There's also false image. There's also identity problems that are being caused. <clears throat> Fear mongering. There's false polit- theories. False theories. Political yep. divide. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, that's why it is such a topic. Dude, social media is changing the world. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's why I say, like, you think about, like, okay, what happens, like, and I don't know, maybe it's just because of the people who, who are caught up in politics who are trying to develop, like, just hold these things back or who are trying to cap it, I think just don't have a 
genuine understanding of what it is they're trying to argue against. It's like we talked about AOC trying to argue against farmers in the Midwest. You've never been to a farm in the Midwest. You don't know any farmers. Where are you getting this this firsthand knowledge of how people should now go ahead and manage their business? Sure. <clears throat> sure. But I would assume the people in the censorship conversations, for example, the social network, I believe it's called the social network. Have or- you watched the trials? On like C-SPAN and stuff like that? I have not. With them sitting down with it? I have not. It's the same people who have been arguing issues from the 90s, the 80s, so I really don't think that these old-ass politicians who are sitting there really understand what people like Jack and Mark Zuckerberg are doing or where they're headed. Well, Jack's crazy. Is it called... is it called the Social Network? The the documentary on Netflix that breaks down. It has a bunch of former tech, bunch of former something. Heads, I, yeah, I know exactly which one you're talking about. Yeah, and it's showing how like they yep. manipulate ads mm-hmm. and the algorithms to keep yep. your, like to keep you focused. Mm-hmm. And they left yep. for a reason. No, dude, I think. I mean, we could sit here and talk about it all day. Obviously, big tech can lead to unbelievable innovation, mm-hmm. and funding should be poured into the right directions. But there also needs to be the proper. Yeah. Because like, give them unlimited because like power. you said, no, and like you said, but you think about what funding did. And I don't know if we talked about this on a previous episode where um, Elon Musk, you know, came to the government and got a loan for close to four hundred million dollars, right, for SpaceX that led to the development of their rockets. And now you see that their rockets are now slated to be used for NASA and our space, you know, uh, endeavors, whatever that is planned to be. That's the type of like partnerships I'm talking about, right? And also the. The way you present that to people, I think, will help push it further a lot faster. You think about when we were first doing the space race, right? And he was like, "Okay, we're gonna get to uh, we're gonna get to the moon before before the '60s is out," right? And we went to the moon, and what was it, 1969? Mm-hmm. You know how I remember that? No, this is gonna sound so funny. People Probably might remember this. You remember the show Even Stevens? I do. You remember that episode, I the love musical that show. episode? We went to the moon in 1969, mm-hmm. not 1970, but a year sooner. I don't remember that. Look I it did up, love people. that show though. I'm going to send you that video right after you and be like, wow, he is so weird. I love that show. Mm-hmm. I just took y'all back there for a second. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm saying. You have this one. If you can get the people behind the the push for innovation, the push for growth, and then you get the funding behind it. I think once again, like, yeah, we can definitely catch up and beat whoever else that's currently beating us. I don't. That's a conversation for a later time. I don't think that the um, majority of the population is against innovation, though. I think we don't understand where, where we're at. Once again, before we were sitting here recording this episode, I was showing you that video a spot. Mm-hmm. Right, and you were looking at me like, "What is that? That's yeah, been I've out for years." That, that thing was awesome. Right, I those, could easily take two of them. But those things thing are awesome. you definitely not taking any of them, right? Like it's those things have been working on docks. You know what I mean? Like with shipping containers for a while now. It's got right, four working in real world situations, and that's what I'm saying. Like, are we really tapped into all these things, or are we just caught up with the next iPhone model that's coming out? Yeah, and I mean, how good our cameras going to be? Sure, the cameras right? are crazy though, compared to a Huawei phone. Our cameras aren't anything. I don't know what a Huawei phone is. Exactly. Do you know what Huawei is? I don't. Hmm. There you go. Good People, point. look up Huawei. If you don't know what it is, um, it's spelled H-U-A-W-E-I. It's Where do they make those? It's China's largest. Uh, I think they're their largest um, phone manufacturer. No way it's larger than Apple. There's it's, no not, it's not valued larger, but when you think oh. about the, the Huawei phones are across the world. One, because they except make cheaper phones. Yeah, except for here, because we don't allow Chinese technology like that into our country. Good. From a security standpoint, right? Right. Which is part of the reason also why I was like, hey, listen, if you think about TikTok and like what it really is, it's a Chinese, you know, funded company. Correct. And that's part of the reason why Trump was saying this is literally security, like, which is it's a, a security. Which issue. is a valid concern. Yeah. And you th- and there's a lot of people who back that concern, but it's interesting how now it's n- not a concern. Mm-hmm. And we'll see what happens with all the data that's just kind of been pouring out there. But maybe Huawei will come through. 
Huawei's never coming through. <laughs> Trust me, that just just look it up. I'm gonna send you a whole bunch of articles. You're gonna think I'm going a little uh, conspiracy theory here on you, but mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of reasoning behind it. Once again, just from a security standpoint. So, so uh, speaking on what's going on and security standpoints, you also wanted to talk about the eviction moratorium mm. and how the Supreme Court weighed in. I did. This is the real estate world. This well, is more your world. Yeah, it was kind of just like a. I mean, it's still developing because you still see there's a lot of states right now that have certain protections in place, security in place for their people saying that if you need funding um, because you are at risk of being evicted by your landlord or something, apply now. There's, I think, billions of dollars, like over $20 billion that still needs to be dispersed to the states Mm -hmm. from the last stimulus package just for rent relief. And it's not just for the tenant, but it's also for the landlord. So part of the reason that this money is still caught up is because people aren't applying for it. Mm -hmm. So even though this eviction moratorium is over, there's still things in place that people can go ahead and do to protect themselves from being evicted. Do you know where? So my only my only problem with all of that <clears throat> is why? Like, why are you getting evicted at this moment? Well, when How? you think about and well, unemployment's been poured out. Stimulus has been poured out. Mm-hmm. Go back to work. There's millions of places that need work. Deferment. Right. So this is another part. of Well, it could be part of deferment. It could be also a part of um, a cutback on hours or laziness. Um, that's definitely always going to be a part of it. Yeah, probably the largest right? and like that's That I think is like a section where anybody who doesn't understand that there are definitely people who have been sitting around who aren't looking for any jobs right now who are going to wait for yeah. the federal unemployment and what in the next two weeks and then say like, oh, man, I have no money saved. I have rent coming up next month, so what do I go and do? What do you do for that person? Get a job. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like if they see people around them who work, you know what I mean? Like they probably see plenty of opportunities out there like – you walk down Ridge Avenue right now, there are 30 signs that say now hiring. That's what I'm saying. So so that's what that's what I'm saying. I understand why it was lifted. It had to be lifted. Then there's that. Uh, yeah, of course. And that's what I'm saying. Like, how yeah. long did you did people expect this to last? Correct. Um, but then also there's probably people who are hoping the student loan deferment never ends. Right. Uh, and yeah, but that but then don't get a loan. Pay your bills. That's don't get a loan anymore. Right. Right. There are people who are sitting here who are still 10 years plus older than us who have tens of $20,000 worth of debt. Sure. People our age who have plenty of debt who are saying, like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I hope they figure something out for that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Exactly. I'm right there. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, let's let that go. Well, I don't want to let that go. I mean, I'll pay it. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if they come up with some plan, yeah, I won't I won't mind a nice little forgiveness. <laughs> I don't think anybody would. <laughs> of course. Um, so you think about that when you look at back, once again, at this eviction moratorium, how much money is really left on the table that hasn't been paid back to people? Sometimes that might be because they might have deferred um, payments to a later date because the landlord said, okay, I understand you're out of work maybe for these three months. So we'll let this, we'll hold this three months of rent, let's say $3,000, and we'll put it on until the end of when you do get back to work. If that person's only working for $10 an hour, $15 an hour, how long is it going to take you now to save up $3,000 again? A long time. But the majority of the people, majority of the open roles Mm -hmm. in the States are paying better than that. And like they're like they're offering multiple like Wawa's offering huge sign on. But we're thinking. But once this is where I this is where like I go into like if we look at it like line by line, right? And we look at um, someone's monthly budget. I think we discount how many expenses somebody has. Of course. Um, and we sometimes know. we have to think about like okay, now once again, inflation is a thing. Yeah. Prices of things have gone up. Yeah. Simple price of an Uber now is almost double the cost as it was a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. So if you're somebody who has to commute with an Uber three times a week. What is that expense not looking like for you, right? So that's immediately cutting into your savings. If right. you have to catch the bus to now and say you were working one job before, but now you have to catch two buses or, you know, you have two jobs. So now you're catching multiple buses a day. 
back and forth. You know what I mean? Like, what is that looking like on an expense side? And once again, we're talking about people who are not making plenty of money. The people who are making plenty of money and aren't paying your bills, I ain't got nothing to say to you. Yeah, but you, you also, you're, but you're, you're also you're just said that, that Ridge Ave has multiple openings. So why take two buses? Just walk down Ridge Ave. You, that's also assuming that you're going to get those jobs. How many other people are also applying for the same job? Not a lot. That's why they all say they need hiring. To a point. Mm-hmm. But then you have to come down to qualifications, right? And it's like, okay. Yeah, but I think you, right now, I think right now the largest qualification is, mm-hmm. hey, I want to work. Yeah. And once again, like I'm, I'm right there with you. Like if, yeah. you're, if you're able to go ahead and do that and do it quickly enough, then yes, you need to be out there doing it. But then I also think like there's the financial literacy side. Do people know how to manage money correctly to then go ahead and say, let me catch up on these debts? I used to sit in the bank once again for years with people who would say, oh, I'm going to pay down this debt first and then do this, do this. Why? Do you know that this is a higher interest debt? So that by the time you're ready to start knocking this one out, you're going to gain an extra three, four hundred dollars on top of this because you're only taking care of the minimum payment. Mm -hmm. Those are the conversations that aren't being had with people through the pandemic. Now that we're coming out of it, now all these protections are coming out of place and saying, What's your plan to pay these things back? Because the protections are gone. Yeah, I think so. And I think the, the largest thing that you're trying to address is <clears throat> lack of information. For example, I didn't know that there was $20 million in surplus yeah, yeah. that's left on tap. Yeah. Well, then, I mean, I mean, hopefully we're doing it now, but that's the job of, I don't know, the government to relay it, that information. It's, and it's, yeah, and it's, it starts on a local level. Landlords. It goes on a state level, right, like a national level, because it's the same thing when you think about utility um, assistance. There are millions of dollars in utility assistance that goes unused every year in Philadelphia. Just because people don't know how to go through the application process for it. Sure. I, I didn't even know that that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lie heap, like all these things that go out to people, it is a real, th- there's things out there and you wonder, it's like, okay, if somebody, if the money's out there, right? Like if we're, once again, people talk about taxes, we're paying our taxes into these things so we can have these uh, services, right? These things that people can tap into so we can better the city, which will hopefully better the nation. But nobody knows how to use it. So we're paying money into these things. It's like putting money into your bank account that's paying you 0.05% right now, thinking you're going to get rich. You need to check back into that. Figure out what's really going on with your money and say, wait, why is all this money just sitting here and not doing anything for us? That's how I look at these programs, right? But once again, it's, are we doing a good enough job to educate people? We send out the headlines and say, moratorium's over, blah, blah, blah. Get, get ready to buy and invest. So when is it over? I think it's ending. I think it's ending immediately. It did it. Did, yeah, because it I, I think they struck season. it down. Yeah, dude. I mean, as it should. But and that's yeah, because once again, and it's been it should have been ended weeks ago, right? So it's not Agreed. like people didn't know that this was coming. That's where I have nothing to say about the. Well, no, I don't have any patience for the people who are like, oh well, what do I do now, bro? Really? Exactly. What do you What do you do now? <laughs> what were you doing a year ago? That's what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Like we talk about it, people turn a pandemic into a pandemic. Like there's plenty of money out there. Mm-hmm. It is. It is, and it, and that's where I always say, like, I understand. I've met too many people though on the side of who are working, mm-hmm. right? We always say, like, oh, go work hard. That's not the secret. You can go work hard and waste a lot of time. Sure. Right. But now, if you're working hard and also working smart, mm-hmm. that's that's the the system, right? Like, you got to work hard and smart at the same time. Sure, that's fair. You you got to be able to push both and uh, just put both feet on the gas and just say, like, okay, I'm I'm doing both at the same time. If not. You're really just going to be like, okay, I'm working hard, working hard, working hard. Why is nothing happening? Sure. And the yeah. intent is not to sound insensitive. We understand that financial hard times fell on people during COVID. Um, but yeah, no, I think we did a good job covering those people. I'm like yeah. anybody who understands. And that's why we're talking about it. Like yeah. you need, because once again, there are people who, and anybody who is sitting around like saying like, oh, well, you know, what about them? Like there are people who have this information, who see people going through these issues, who aren't sharing that information with the people in their own circle. 
that's another group of people I have problems with. Mm. It's like instead of sharing information and helping pull somebody up, you'd rather sit there and just be like, mm, look at them over there not doing nothing for themselves. How do, is that making you any better? No. No. Right? Like instead of telling that person, be like, hey, listen, it's like how we talk about real estate all the time. Anything real estate related I learn or Ryan learns, I'm sharing it with everybody, right? Because I'm like, hey, listen, if I can't do this, maybe somebody else can tap into it. If it's a business idea that I can't use, maybe somebody else can use it. Like I heard somebody say this before. It's like you don't lose anything from your fire by lighting somebody else's wick. Wow. That's true. Right. And I was like, damn. That's crazy. You're saying like you take your own candle, light somebody else's candle. Your candle. And now they lit. lit. Mm-hmm. Now you got a bigger fire. Right. Well, that's a great Imagine saying. you do that with like five of your friends and it's like, yo, here, you might be going through something. Let me help you out a little bit. Boom. That's a great saying. Then you do that with the next person. Boom. Mm-hmm. And that's how you bring people up. And instead, it's like we spend so much time and like, why are you in that situation? <laughs> that couldn't be me. Yeah, yes, it could, bro. Mm-hmm. We saw that through a pandemic. It could very easily be anybody who's making six figures, five figures, four. It don't matter. Mm. The person who's making no figures right now could be your boss tomorrow. Mm. That's great. Look at you go. That's it, man. That's this coffee it. got me hyped today. I can tell. Fired it's up. about to be Saturday. Last thing we got to touch on, Tyrant, your cousin's fighting tomorrow, bro. My cousin, you know, those are my peoples. I, I don't know. know if he's still in the family. Cause no, we- he is, bro. We, he has to win. For the entire MMA world, ladies and gentlemen, Jake Paul, YouTube star, is fighting again. <clears throat> he's boxing Tyron Woodley, five-time former UFC champion, this UFC is our future Hall of Famer. This is our preview before so we go out. Tyron Woodley is a plus 165 betting underdog. If he There's doesn't n- put him to sleep, so help me God. Bro, if, if he, first of all, they both weighed in this morning, both 190 pounds. Tyron jacked as all hell. Dude, if Tyron, if Jake Paul knocks this guy out, right, if it actually happens... <laughs> then every every fighter that has commented on it, me, you, everyone's wrong. ESPN analysts, then I don't know. This kid is going to absolutely rock it to stardom. He honestly might fight Canelo next. We're going to have to get you in the fighting then. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to really I'm gonna start. have to fight Jake. No, no, no. You know we, we have to get. We got to get Mikey. To, to, to fight Jake? We got to start training him. Yeah, yeah. More like for on boxing? the stardom side. Yeah, yeah, You ever see Mikey punch? Mikey's I a friend of ours who's we, a... Former could, D one wrestler, but, but best wrestler from our area. That's it. He's scrappy, undisciplined. Yeah, we can we can we can train him to to box. And he's already got the personality of somebody <laughs> that people would want to watch because you know he's a little out there and crazy. Jake's a big dude. Yeah, yeah, but we can put him on one of them. You know, like post high school, go to college D one diets, where it's like, man, what have they been feeding you? Cow's blood. Mm-hmm. Or maybe we like just sauce him up when he's sleeping. It's we know some people with roids. Yeah, for sure. We know some people. Mm-hmm. We, we trained in L.A. Mikey, we're coming for you, man. Yep, yep. Get ready. Clear nope. your schedule out. No, folks, Sunday night, big fight. I mean, you'll definitely find it for free online. Um, not that we encourage pirating, but... <clears throat> Are we watching that? Uh, we got to find it somehow. It's on at 7. We might have to watch that. Maybe live stream. Hmm. I'm invested, so I need to watch it. Yeah, we definitely got to watch that. Okay. I'm invested in Tyron. Yeah, yeah, we'll go live with Spotify. We'll see, see what's investment. up. Mm-hmm. Okay, and if, then we'll follow if up. If Tyron lets me down again, uh, I'm going to retire. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely out, out the family if he if he loses this one. 100%. But yeah, oh. no, we'll, we'll follow up with the people uh, next episode and um, see what went down. Yeah, no, if he, let, if he lets me down again, I'm retiring. So, yep. what's the content record of the week this week, man? I think we had some fun this morning. Did you see my, did you see that clickbait? Okay. Tell so I got back from Guyana and I was like, okay, let me see what they got on Netflix now. Click bait. So it starts off. I'm only in episode two right now. So, okay. but episode one was, woo, man, episode one, you meet Pia, right? 
Okay. This is the sister. P is going through life. She's a little crazy, a little out there, right? The, the problem child. This is a show? Yeah. yeah. On what? On Netflix. Okay. Yep. Clickbait on Netflix. Okay. Pia is a little crazy. Um, not crazy, a little druggy. I mean, hey, hey, she's living. She's living life. Sure. Then she goes to work the next day, you know, tries to come back around, and she sees this video that one of the patients shows her. And it's this girl talking about, hey, guys, look at this, blah, blah, blah. Once this video hits 5 million views, supposedly the guy in the video will die. What? They cut to the next part of the video to show the guy, and it's Pia's brother. And she, wait, she was the one pumping it up? No, 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 no. She was at work, right? And so then this other patient was like watching this video, and then she's like, oh, what are you watching? He's like, oh, check this out. And then she, her whole world just comes crashing down. How many views did it need for this guy? Five million. Damn. Right, so at this point, it's a couple thousand. The rest of the day, right, she's going around trying to figure out where's her brother. She's connecting with the rest of the family. Have you seen him? Blah, blah, blah. What a great idea. Look at what's going on. Then, of course, the video is just, it goes viral. Right. And the point that I'm at now in the show, I think it was at about 3.5 million views. Damn. Don't tell me. I'm going to watch it. That sounds crazy. We'll see what happens episode two. Alex will love that. Oh, yeah. This Mm -hmm. is, it's one of them. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of good uh, murder mysteries out right now that mm-hmm. I got to catch up on. So. Yeah, clickbait. Y'all know me. That's what I like. Check it out, clickbait. Let me know what you think. So mine is, um, it's actually an ebook that I got for free online. It is called The Full Body Mobility Routine, and it's by Vava Fitness. V-A-H-V-A Fitness. Vava. Vava. Um, hmm. It's like 12 pages, okay. but it just breaks down a routine that you should try to do every single day. Um, different mobility movements, hyperlinks to YouTube videos on how to do the movement. I've been doing them. Don't know if it's working, but I feel good. So you got to start somewhere. Open the hips up, shoulders, has full body, like a bunch of different full body movements that he recommends and they feel good. So full body mobility routine by Vava Fitness. It's a free ebook online. Just look it up. I need some Vava. Mm -hmm. Downloads right to the phone. We got to stay mobile. Motion is lotion. I know that. I'm working on it. This is what we, we went over this before with Kelsey. We did. Motion is lotion. Shout out to Kelsey. And great show. Dikembe's back. As always. We have some good stuff coming. We got some guests coming on. Um, As always, if you know anyone that you think would be great, we appreciate it. We'll take the wreck. And as always, enjoy the first set.